I've always been intrigued by the stories of people in the jewelry industry who make these items, what inspires them, and brings them to this world. I'm here to share their stories. This is A Thousand Facets. Danish artist Lynette Vive has built a world of whimsy and beauty, from wonderful snails with so much personality to octopus that feel alive. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Yeah. Hi, Lini. How are Hi. you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I first met you and first met your work at Millie a few years ago, and I was so happy when I saw your work. And I <laughs> absolutely love how whimsical it is, how just every every single piece has such a personality, how how every it, it's just like going to like a the like a fairy garden when I see your work. It just makes me yeah. happy and I cannot stop smiling when I see your work and you are such a delightful person and I really love talking to you every time that I go to the shows. And it's always yeah. a very um inspiring like I always leave your booth very uplifted and very excited that there's people like you doing the work that you do because it's so not you're not following anybody you're just doing you and it's so fascinating to me that somebody comes it's like every time that I see you you come up with like something newer something more special something cuter something that makes me happier <laughs> and it's just <laughs> it's it's such a it's it's uh I, seeing your work is a gift for sure Thank so you. can we start from the beginning um where do you grow up well i i'm born in a well not on the countryside but in Yulan in denmark which mm. is uh yeah well it's not a it's a small city, but anyway, that's where I grew up. And um, as a child, I was very much outside. I love nature. I had my horse and I've been riding since I was seven years old. Oh, and wow, I spent really? so much time outside. And nature oh. has always been so inspiring for me. Um, and at that point, I was, well, not a lonely child, but I was the one in school that no one wanted to talk to. <laughs> so I had to talk to myself and, well, <laughs> one good friend, though. So I spent a lot of time on my own. Um, and maybe that's why I, you know, discovered nature and discovered what nature can do. Yeah. And I was always, what I remember from when, when I was tiny, tiny, and we went on summer holidays, there were two things for me that I always wanted to go and see in the jewelry stores and the cemeteries. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why. <laughs> I, love that I still do that. <laughs> it, it, you know what? I enjoy a cemetery very much, especially yeah. like the very, very, very old ones. Exactly. Oh, I just love the... I love to see the the plaques and the names and like how old. Mm-hmm. Like I actually we stumbled the other day on a a pet cemetery. Yeah. There was like this mansion in yeah. in I think in New Jersey somewhere, and they had when but they have um just uh, a, a little garden like a little garden a little forest that you can walk around, 
and yeah. we stumbled upon and you have like these plaques with the, all the names of the pets and it was but they were like 1873 1855 and it yeah. was so fascinating to me just I imagining all the, the story that's all the on. stories exactly yeah exactly and that's always inspiring and and it's always quiet and you have your thoughts for yourself and you yeah. can just always beautiful i mean it's like a park just with you know visitors from whatever oh, but anyway, the, but that's the what i wanted when i was a kid so and with jewelry i was always so attracted to it yeah but i had the idea and i remember in school you have to go out in the latest the two latest grades you're going to you have to do some kind of you know trying to be a mechanic or trying to be a lawyer <laughs> trying to do whatever and a friend of mine, the only one I had in school, she went to be a goldsmith. And I was just like, oh, my Lord, I would love to be a goldsmith. <laughs> but I can't. And I never could draw. So <laughs> so I thought, well, I maybe better be a hairdresser. <laughs> so I went to this hairdressing saloon. And, and well, it wasn't me. <laughs> so, so I didn't become a hairdresser. And I'm quite happy with that now <laughs> so going but, back to um just like going to stores when you were a kid like so do you feel like uh -huh. that was your first memory of jewelry like going uh -huh. to the so what what drove you to go into the jewelry stores I think it's for me it's going into a jewelry store it's kind of like the same with the cemeteries there's a lot of history going on yeah so you, you used to go like the vintage you, antique or exactly yeah both of them but also new jewelry i mean i find it so fascinating that nature can with a little help from you know our fingers can mm -hmm. create stuff like that that can be passed on forever to people yeah the very first piece i ever made was uh, i was 12 year old and i took a class um, and I was so scared because I was told, you know, I, this is this kind of school that you can take the classes you can take after you have went to school. Yeah. And I was very young compared to the friends that I got. Mm -hmm. uh, but there was one space left and that was with jewelry. And I was just like, oh, my Lord, but I can't draw. I can't do it. <laughs> but I went anyway because I wanted to take these classes and I wanted to be there. And the very yeah. first piece I ever made was a pendant for my grandma. Oh, do you, do yeah. you have a photo, a photo of it? it. <laughs> you do. I can send oh, you a photo. Yes, I have it please. Here because yes. my grandma, she passed away more than 20 years ago now. Oh, I'm sorry. So my mom gave it back to me. Oh, I So love I still that. have it here. Oh, that I the love that. I ever made. And I was oh. so, so much into it. So that year for me was just amazing. So you were 12 of, when that 12. happened. Yeah. Oh, it my did. God. Yeah. And then I put it away because then I came to the part where I where I thought that this is um, this is not for me. I can't draw, and I'm not you know very good at working with my hands and whatever. So I forgot kind of things, you know. And I started out. I did something else. I opened up, and that's the funny part. I opened a store that has a hairdressing salon. <laughs> <laughs> not with me though, but I opened a cafe in the front of it. Okay. And the idea was very good. Um, except for that it was maybe 40 years too early <laughs> to be good <laughs> how, how when I, was that when was that era oh I was 19 oh my god really I know yeah so it you, was crazy so you opened so a cafe, I the cafe and I had some hairdressers that I employed and they worked for me and all was fine and I did the, the dishes one day 
And I had three rings that I put aside because I didn't want to put them into the soap water. Mm -hmm. And they disappeared. <gasps> that was devastating. Yes. Oh, and I no. spoke to a goldsmith that I know saying to her, would you mind make them for me again? And she was like I am sometimes not the fastest one to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I read about a course that you can take for a weekend. Yeah. And I went and I did it. And I got so hooked that I uh -oh. took a, lesson, a class the following week. And then I went to a place where I could buy some tools and I could buy some silver and wire and whatever. And I started out back home doing jewelry in my spare time. Mm -hmm. And after a year, the teacher from that course, he called me and said, I know George Jensen is looking for apprentices. Mm -hmm. Um so I called them, but I couldn't afford to be an apprentice at that time. Yeah. So so I started to work for them without being a trained goldsmith. Oh, wow. And I did that for three years. And then I sold my house. I had a house far out on the countryside, very far out. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, it was pitch black. It was 300 years old and there were no street lights and there were no nothing. And I had my three cats and my two horses and I was sitting there at night making jewelry and I was so obsessed with it. Oh my God. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought that house when I was 20. Oh my and, God. Yeah. Without having a car. <laughs> so you just like rode your horse. like. <laughs> yeah. And I took my bike and there was one bus that, you know, on Sundays it only passed in the morning and then it went back home at night so it was you know but I figure it out anyway so what this what make you buy that house there like oh, what I was love to, you know I I love nature and I wanted to be just you know out in the middle of nowhere there was yeah. well this is kilometers but there were three kilometers to the nearest um, street light mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was really <laughs> far out <laughs> <laughs> and I had the horses and I had the cats and I just loved it there uh, but so it sounds very peaceful it sounds yeah. very um yeah. just romantic yeah. in a way <laughs> uh, it was except for when it was raining and I was flooding inside the house because it was old and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I well I figured that out too <laughs> so you sold your house <laughs> I did and then I moved to Copenhagen and I become an apprentice uh, at George Jensen Oh, well. where do you left the horses then? Where did the horses Well, go? one horse went, that was my sister's. He went mm. to um, a colleague of my dad's. <laughs> and my own horse that I've had for 17 years or so, she was so old. Oh. She went to another colleague's daughter. She was 12. So she almost slept in the oh. stable at night and she was so happy with it. So she oh. had a good life. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's nice. That's nice. With me then. <laughs> so, so, you, so you worked... Yeah. As a goldsmith, I did, and then I became an apprentice with George Jensen, and I did that for it takes four years, and then have to become a trained goldsmith. Yeah, and in the meantime, I bought a second apartment, and I made it into a studio. So I rented out space for my colleagues. Nice. Uh, it paid the rent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that it works. Made me able to buy all the tools. So when I was. Um, done with George Jensen after seven years and I was a trained goldsmith with paper and everything and I opened my own store and this year it's 20 years ago oh my god and it's like it's in Copenhagen yes right oh, in the center that's yeah. that's so nice I yeah. love that and yeah. so what um so you you create your own work there is your studio and yeah. um so 
can you tell me so i know you love nature and love um is, is your happy place so how do you found your voice how do you found what you wanted to do I actually started out quite early with that. I remember coming to to my teacher at George Jensen one morning and I have made a bracelet. And I mean, George Jensen's design is well known for being classic and mm -hmm. straight and very yeah. nice. And I came with this bracelet and he looked at it and he said, were you hit by a bus when you came here? Because <laughs> it was... You know, the angles that I do and the way that I do it. Yeah. So I think I started out doing my own kind of jewelry language quite early. Yeah. And when I opened the store, then I thought, well, I had to do something else because so many people does, if not the same, then they work in the same materials. Yeah. And I like the color of gold. Mm -hmm. so, so I decided I only wanted to work in 18 characters yellow gold yeah and i have been stick with that ever since even though i mean white gold is and platinum and everything is maybe more popular mm. but my design works best in 18 yeah i think so too i think yeah. so sometimes uh, i do it when people you know make a special order or something but i think still that 18 has this softness and this that speaks with it and, and the warmth it has a warmth exactly. to it Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's the thing is like, I, one of the things that I like about your work, besides the fact that it's absolutely stunning, is that it's so no, not Dan Danish at all. You know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, I've seen enough Danish artists to understand yeah. their work. Like, between you and Max, I feel like you two just think outside the, the box and like really use movement and organic shapes and like I feel like Danish design is very geometric very clean very uh <laughs> yeah it's it's just uh everything is just like very polished yes. and I feel yours is like completely different it's, it has yeah. like the textures it has movement yes. it, it just everything has like just like if you have make an octopus, it feels like it's in the water. Yeah, if, exactly. You know, it's like yeah. when you make your little snails that they look at you with the diamond eyes. Uh, it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I just like, I just, every time that I see it, it just makes me feel, okay, she's just like in the forest making these pieces. Exactly. And that's how it feels when I'm working. I, I love I mean, I, well, I have this studio here and once in a while I spoke to my husband the other day and I, I said, well, I'm not coming home tonight because I have to do something here. And I just love to sit here at night when the doors are closed and there's no people and surrounded by all the things that I have in here and, and just play. I never feel that I have to work. It's always like I'm free to sit down and play. I love that. I love and that. I never, ever draw anything because still I can't draw and if I did no one would buy anything sometimes when I make special orders and people say could you make a sketch to say no not if I'm going to sell it <laughs> because no one would buy it <laughs> and so I have the pieces in inside my head and then I my fingers are just doing it yeah do you do that in, in wax, wax first or do you do it in metal first 
Metal, always All metal. metal. Always metal. I tried it once with wax, and it, it doesn't work for me. It melts, oh, and it I it looks like my drawings, so no <laughs> one would buy that either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I have never figured it out. I tried to take a class last year, or was it during COVID, whatever, to do something that I haven't done before, and um, I don't think I should do it again. <laughs> But the, that's the thing is that, but at least, you, you know, you're open to try new things and then oh, yeah. you realize it's like, okay, this is not for me. No. Like, let me just, uh, but, but I, I, but then I guess you always have, like, when I see your work, it's like, it's always, I know it's yours from the yes. gecko. I've seen, and I hate saying this, but I've seen people trying to duplicate your work. And I'm yeah. just like, I go, I, I, I go a little mama bear and I'm, message them and I'm like this is Lenny's yeah. work like <laughs> do not copy her because it's like yeah. I love like how do you for example with the pearls like you have those beautiful pearls and it has like like, like just little scenes in them like how do you started doing that I think I think actually well what I did and first of all I mean to to do wax and stuff like that I like that pieces actually can be made in gold yeah I like the idea that it's the metal that speaks and not something that you can like, I would never, even though I like to try new things, but to draw something on a computer in a CAT scan. Yeah. You would never see that from me. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it's not it, like you can tell the hand in your work. It's, exactly. it's not, you cannot exactly. translate that in a computer. No, no. And every, every little snail is made. I mean, it's, I, I talk with them. Or <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> and my mom told me about the snails. Actually, when I was a kid, she took me to the zoo, like moms do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there was only one thing that I was interested in, except for the ice cream, and that was snails. <laughs> of all the zoo, the snails oh, yeah. were <laughs> snails were the best. <laughs> What so, do you like about them? I think it's amazing. I mean, it's like Well, not well. I have when you see them and they come across the street or whatever, they're carrying the little house on the back, <laughs> and they're so curious. The little that. eyes sticking out, and you know. <laughs> and I like the slow fact yeah. that they are just, you know, enjoying life and taking care of things and just hanging out and having fun. And oh. <laughs> I have them in my garden as well. And even though they, I always have a kind of discussion with them. I have the very big ones, the ones that you can Don't eat, eat the leaves. <laughs> no, exactly. I tell them this, I just planted. Could you go somewhere else and I move them? <laughs> but they don't always agree. <laughs> Once I like, name but them. it looks delicious. Yeah, exactly. I named them and it was, it was fine until that I, you know, I have a car, not that I drive that much, but one day I hit Eric in the, park, in the driving lot and it, it was horrible. <laughs> so I stopped naming them. <laughs> it wasn't good. Poor Eric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. And he was huh? big and he was kind of white. The whiter oh. they get, the older they are. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Oh. Oh. But I've been doing snails all my life. And I even as when I was so pregnant that I hardly could breathe, I was still picking them up from the side and take them, you know, take away so people wouldn't stop and oh. them or whatever. I love that. Yeah. And it's, they are so flexible. Yeah. And that's why it's perfect with a pearl, but they can just, you know, sneak around the corner and <laughs> the little antenna can say hi and, 
so so the pearls for me pearls are not i never i hardly ever uses a round pearl mm -hmm. because it looks like it's you know i like them you know the more baroque and more teardrop shaped and well, where you can tell a story exactly and that, and that's what i i love is like i personally love um just organic pieces yeah. like like yeah. when it comes to nature i don't like things that are perfect yeah. i don't like perfect diamonds i don't yeah. like perfect gemstones i, I don't like yeah. perfect pearls i like things that have like a texture in yeah. exactly. a in in a story because that's what that's nature that's exactly you know the same here i mean i pick every single pearl myself oh really you every do. one of them Oh. And I have, I mean, I have so many pearls <laughs> because <laughs> when you, when you find them and you see them and if you can't, I mean, you have to buy them because there's just that one, right? Yeah. And That's... sometimes I see them and I know immediately what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And other times I just find a pearl and I'm just like, I have to work with this one here, but it can be in my safe for years. Yeah. And suddenly an idea pops up and then, it, you know, it's worth it. But so. but that's the creative process. It's like I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people, everything needs to be fast, fast, fast. And yeah. there's like there's you need to breathe and like exactly. and see everything. And you know, sometimes you look at something and then you're like, no, it's not ready yet. It's not ready. It needs exactly. to it needs to be ready. Exactly. To show it to the world. Yep. I compare it with with a painter that says that. You know, when a painting is ready, when you take a step backwards and you look at it and you can say, okay, this one is done. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with jewelry. Sometimes I can work on a piece and I know exactly what to do with it and everything turns out fine. And other pieces I can work on for maybe half a year. Yeah. Because we're not done talking yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's always, you know, you never know. Yeah. And once in a while, I, I mean, when I do special orders here and that's something, but that's good for the clients though, because normally, uh, you know, you, you say this one will cost so-and-so. And then when I'm done with it, I might have added three more diamonds because it needed it. And I never <laughs> charge for that, of course, but it makes me happy to, it goes out of the door and it's ready. Yeah. And that's, so. and that's the beauty of it, that it, it just, you need to feel it it's like there's i'm gonna i'm gonna bring back um something that bothers me a lot but that show all that glitters in in the uk that is like oh we have to do a piece of jewelry in five hours that drives me crazy that's not the way i work so crazy because it's <laughs> no. like no that that's not the creative process that's not no. possible no. and when you see your when i see your work i know that it took time and it took mm -hmm. like thoughtfulness and it took, oh, yeah. you know, uh, and then you really thought about the piece and yeah, really, really worked on it in a, in a, yes. in a more methodical way that it's yeah. not just like slapping three things there and like no. everything has a story. <laughs> no, no, like no, no. it's like three snails and that's it. No, it's like, I feel like everything has like a little story yeah. when you make your pieces. It does. It does. And that's the thing about it. And I mean, and well, I can't, I can't really tell how, how fast or how, I mean, I don't like to work fast. Sometimes I work on 20 pieces at the same time mm -hmm. and I, especially up to shows, of course, but, yeah. but it's, you have to, you have to feel it to be able to do it. 
Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. And I mean, the octopus, um, I had the octopus inside my head for years before it finally came out of my fingers. Oh, uh, he was, he's so and, cute. I love yeah. them. Every time that you, <laughs> every time I that just you... made a new ring with one, you should see that oh, one. Well, that, you know, the, the last earring that I saw at the show that I had, like the octopus with the chains and the diamonds yes. coming down, I will yeah. post a photo of it um, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did, but I will yeah. post it when I, when we when I post this um, mm-hmm. interview. I I love the way that he's just like hanging on your ear and just like having the chains, and it just feels yeah. like just water dripping on on the yeah. tentacles. And he, exactly. So what what um, brought you to him like originally? Well. He just came into my mind, and I have well, I have to do an octopus, and I tried. Not I tried because I didn't do that, but he was not ready inside of my brain to come out yet. <laughs> he was a bit shy. And one day I said, you know, I just sat down and said, today is the day. I have yeah. to make an octopus. And I did. I love that. And it, and I have, yeah. And, and I feel, they've, you know. They've, they've come, they have had, had families, you know. Exactly. He has friends now. He has which friends Which is very now. nice. Yeah. But, yeah. And that's the, the beautiful thing is like they once they're realized they're just part of the family and they keep growing yeah. oh yeah 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 once in a while i have when i'm sitting here working and sometimes i make you know i have all the little snails and the box and lady box and whatever on my <laughs> table and they have all had eyes on and you can see they're having a little party going on we have 20 <laughs> maybe standing there staring at each other and they're all a bit you know some of them are a bit cross-eyed and some of them are you know Aww. looking in different directions but it always you know it makes me laugh when I'm sitting here on my own <laughs> oh my god you need to you need to you need to show a photo of all of them just like having a conversation oh yeah <laughs> I have to you should send me a photo of that I, I will that. and then it's like I, I one of the things that I love with you is like your ear crawls you have like this beautiful mm-hmm. ear crawls that just like go forever and they have like beautiful flowers and like beautiful diamonds and they just like glitter all over your ear it's like what what inspired to do so much in the ear Uh, the ear well I have big ears (laughs) (laughs) but that's why (laughs) it needed a little something no but it I, I think it just came up. I had a request from a client here, and that's why it's lovely to have a store as well as yeah. you know, because it's inspiring too. When people are coming in and asking for something, and she only had one ear uh, uh, pierced mm. and just with one hole, really, and we needed that's to it. come up with something that could just go all the way up, and we couldn't stop. I mean, it went all the way up the ear, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so comfortable. Yeah. And you can tell a whole story. I think yeah. about a little branch that, you know, they're having a conversation. There is a little butterfly and there is a little <laughs> snail and there's a little <laughs> mushroom. And and there was there was room for a whole story. Yeah. I that love year. That. And then yeah, just they keep growing again. It's, yeah. it, and that and and I only one ear pierced. <laughs> Like, mm. <laughs> that's a yeah. very. <laughs> did, she, <laughs> did you change her mind when she? When, when, when she... <laughs> well, no, she's just happy with it, so it was good. And I have, yeah, that's great. But I, I think, and it's, it's lovely as well as a bit itchy in the same time. Yeah, that you have a whole ear filled with diamonds and gold, and 
pearls and whatever. And I have one of them has a little skull all the way on the top. Yes. That looks out of you. And that's again, you have the details. And sometimes you have to be very close to see it. Yeah. No, the, and that's the thing is like the, it, it with you is definitely all about the details because you can look at a piece 360 degrees and you can find something else that you didn't see the first time. And that's yeah. always something that for me, I found it really fun. It's like, where's Waldo of jewelry? You know, it's just like looking at the piece 360 finding something that you didn't see before and it's like oh I didn't see yeah. you there at the beginning and it's just like exactly peeking, something peeking a, a little flower a little butterfly a little diamond and and that's the fun part is it is the yeah. the exciting part is to see in your work and you're really big on bracelets too which I love that it's like you yeah. you, you love like just layer them up creating these little stories on each bracelet can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I think it's because, well, for bracelets, I, I think when you get an idea, at least when I do, it brings in new ideas. Yes. So when I started, I couldn't stop doing it. <laughs> and I just actually, I just did, you saw that at the last show where I have the court bracelets with pearls. Yes. The pearl or the clasp of it. Yes. And the thing about those bracelets is that you can wear them all the time. You don't have to take them off. I mean, I sleep with mine. I go in the shower. I go in the ocean. The only way I have to take them off is if I go into a swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. I like that you have jewelry on that you don't have to pay attention to. It's just being kind of a part of you. Yeah. And like when I do the rings and stuff, it can all, you know, they can stack together and it looks nice. Yeah. I love that. And you can add a whole lot. There is a lot of space on the bracelet for yeah. stories. <laughs> I know, right? And not only that, you can make yeah. it, each bracelet, it means something else. And it's just, exactly. I exactly. love that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, going back to when you mentioned the skulls, I know that you work with Chindi Nakaba a little bit. Mm -hmm. How did that um, just collaboration yeah. started? Yeah. It did because my cousin sent me a, a photo of some of his skulls. Mm -hmm. And I was so amazed. I mean, he is amazing in what he does. I know. And I, I said to my pearl dealer, well, Tom, couldn't we get some of his pearls? And he was just like, no, he's not going to sell to anyone. Mm. And I thought, okay. And then I saw another picture. <laughs> and then I found his website. <laughs> and what I love about it is it said, I don't know if it still does, but at that time it said, you're welcome to send me an email. If I haven't replied within the next three weeks, please try again. <laughs> because I could be the same way. <laughs> he's too busy to whatever. Yeah, he's, you know. he's very busy. So I, I sent him an email and said I was very amazed of his art and if it was possible that I could buy a skull. And he actually, he replied to me and hmm. he said, sure. And he sent me a picture of some of his skulls. Yeah. And I purchased two of them. And then he sent me one more. He sent me three. One was a gift. Oh. And when you are given, I don't know, but at least in Denmark, when you have someone is giving you something, you cannot sell it or give it away. It's yeah. not very nicely done. So I made that skull into a necklace for myself. Nice. And then I sent a picture to him saying that uh, I have made a necklace for myself, that I was a goldsmith. And I would love to ask if it was possible that the pieces that I purchased that I could use his work in my work yeah. will 
where you could still see his signature, of course. Of course. And I got the reply. Of course, I sent him a gift too. That's what you do, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, also with a skull. Actually. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was a it was a pen and a necklace with a with a very large uh, flat diamond slice, and underneath the diamond there was a picture of a skull. Oh wow! So I sent that one to him. But anyway, he sent me back as an email saying that, well, I know who you are, and yes, you can do that. Oh, I love so, that. But I wanted to ask him. I have so many people saying you bought the pieces, you could just do whatever, and said no, I do that. You have to ask. Exactly. I couldn't do it without his permission. So uh, I've been working, you know, in that way with him for, for because I love his pieces. He's yeah. an incredible artist. Yes. And they work so well with my pieces. And I like what I like about skulls. I have a, a skull here in my studio too. It's we are all the same. Yeah. We all look the same. Yes. When it comes to the end. Yeah. And I mean, I have even on my on my wedding band, I have a skull. Really? It's still, it's still death to us part. Oh, I love that. And I had a funny story with a client coming in. It's a client that I've been working with for yeah more than 20 years now. And oh. they had the 40 years anniversary. And she's just like, oh, you didn't put a skull there. I said, I did. Because it's till death was part. And she was just like, she looked at her husband and she was just like, Steve, I want a skull too. <laughs> so she changed her mind because it's, it's so so, you know, either people like them or they don't. There's yeah. nothing in between, kind yeah. of. Yeah. But she got her skull. <laughs> she I, I love skulls. I love, yeah. uh, I, I, I love Memento Mori jewelry. Me exactly. And it's just so personal and mm. it's so beautiful and it's so, um, it carries a story. So anything, yeah. like, I don't like anything with a skull, but I like, there's mm. a lot of skull pieces that I really love. Yeah. I, I I have one of the uh, Chinji's um, skulls myself and I yeah. absolutely love it. it he, yeah. like the way that he carves those pearls is I know. It's so incredible. incredible. Yes. It, 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 it really is. is. It Like yeah. the detail, the teeth, yeah. like everything. Yeah. And I I I love his work and and I love how you what you do with it. I, I like one of my favorite rings that you ever did was like the skull in the center and just like the flowers around oh, yeah. it. Like oh, <laughs> yeah. that yeah, ring it was, it was a lovely piece. <laughs> oh my god, that was a commission, right? It was. Oh. It was a, a lady who wrote to me on Instagram and we worked together in that way. Oh my god, when I saw that ring, I yeah. audibly gasped in my. No, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my god, this is beautiful, and I I wanted yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, but that's my favorite part when I when I sometimes get these requests saying that I love what you do. Could you please make me something? And I'm of course ask what kind of thing and whatever. What would you like? And they're just like, just what you do. Yeah, and that means so much. Mm -hmm. That means so much. It does because it, like they understand you. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. and that's yeah. what you want as an artist. It's like people really understand yeah. you and people yeah. really understand your voice and what you're yeah. doing. That's yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. And and going back to the that skull with the with the flowers, it mm. it completely marries your two things. It's like the going when you were a kid going to cemeteries and exactly. jewelry stores and nature, yeah. you know, it's like it, yeah, it literally encompasses. Exactly. And that's that's again with the cemeteries. I mean, if you look at it, all that wisdom there's buried there 
and all the stories that you can read when you read it on, on the tombstone saying whatever. I mean, this man had been, you know, driving a train for 50 years and he was born in that place. And you can you can make up stories in your own head when you read it, right? Oh, I always do. <laughs> mm, yeah, me too. And, and that's actually I had, well, it was not family, but it felt like family. An old couple that was our neighbors and they mm. both passed away last year. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the family decided that they shouldn't have a stone. Really? And I hardly can bear it. Every time I go visit and talk to Vilu, that was his name. He made my table. I have my workbench here. He made mm. that one. Mm. He was a blacksmith. He was amazing. Mm. And there is there is no sign where he is. You can just, you know, this is just a, a lawn. Mm. But I know where he is. So yeah. I put an apple because he loved my apple. So I go and give him an <laughs> apple once in a while. <laughs> I think the squirrels take it after, but anyway. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. But, I mean, that, that no one can read what he was doing for his entire life or at least just his name, right? Yeah. I think that's mm. sad. I like the, the stories about it and the peacefulness. Yeah, mm. for sure. So um, that that's beautiful. I love that. And and it just makes me a little emotional. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Um, so you you have your stores for like 20 years, you said yeah. already, mm-hmm. how did people find you when you started it? Because it's like, <laughs> but because you're again, like going back yeah. to your, your work being so unique and special, how did they welcome you? In the beginning, it was weird. I was in the basement at that time. I have only been in this little house here for 11 years now, Okay, but I was in the basement and I was selling flowers at the same time. Oh, really? Because I thought, well, I love flowers. I've been working with flowers all my life, too. Yes. So I had both. And and in the beginning, when people came down and they liked my pieces, but they were a bit scared of buying it because we have this very big goldsmith here in Denmark. We have, of course, George Jensen, but we also have Ulu Lumpo. Mm. And I remember one lady coming down and she was scared that people wouldn't know what it was that she had bought because she couldn't show it in a catalog. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. But her husband, he was amazing. He was just like, that's exactly why you should buy it. Yeah. And I decided when I was done working with George Jensen that, you know, they make, I made maybe 22 necklaces at the same time. And then I, when I gave them back, I made another 22 necklaces and yeah. so on. I decided I only wanted to have one of each. Yeah. Of course, it has my signature because you can see it, my fingers that, have created the piece, but I'm exactly. not going to, there will always be, you can have, of course, pieces that looks alike, but they're slightly different. All of yeah. them. They're all going to be unique. Mm. They're all going to be exactly. the kind. Exactly. And I polished for seven years by George Jensen. So when I opened, I said, I'm done with polishing. <laughs> <laughs> not going to polish anything more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, uh, but and i think that that's created your that creates your signature yeah, exactly. too exactly but the funny part and i it came to me and maybe at the last show or something i've been selling my my jewelry now in the united states for 17 and, or 18 years yeah and it's wholesale as you know mm-hmm. i don't have one store that are owned by a man they're right. all owned by women interesting very no man interesting does ever buy my jewelry because, because it's not shiny 
and they cannot <laughs> figure out that a pearl is sometimes even more valuable than a diamond. <laughs> you know, I, I, I that's often, my theory. I don't know if it's right. <laughs> I love that. I think, but that that makes that makes sense. But yeah. but that in and that's the the interesting part now that you say that because like I guess like men's are more methodical and they're like mm-hmm. okay these are the rules that you have to follow to have a jewelry yeah. store like this exactly. is our thing yep. and and I feel that women can be more organic and they're like exactly. oh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> well you know like when you see my instagram page you can see the breadth of like work that is out there and how yeah like what people can come up with and Mm -hmm. that's what i love to do what i do just showcasing the people's work because it's like there's no rule book to tell you what jewelry should be no that's true yeah i i get a little um when it becomes too contemporary and too artsy i'm just like "Mm." it depends on the piece I'm like "Eh," sometimes but I do think that finding that voice is what makes it interesting yeah yeah and I I can't help it I can't I mean as little as I can be simple in my store (laughs) (laughs) I'm not simple in my head either I mean I can't do a straight thing I can't do a polished thing I can't do a square thing it's just not happening but that's what makes you who you are Exactly. And that's what makes your work amazing. Yeah. And and of course I can. Otherwise I couldn't have become a, a trained goldsmith because when you go to your final test, you have to make a special piece and it has to be straight and on, you know, you have to do the right measurements and everything. And I did that. So I, but it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. yeah. It makes me happy to sit down and to do whatever it is that I'm doing. And it's all, like you said, three-dimensional and it's from all angles that you can see something. My husband yeah. is a photographer and he hates me for doing that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it's so difficult to take pictures of. And, um, and every time, all right, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it? And he doesn't get it always. So, I mean, I'm stopped doing that because we better be divorced if we continue taking pictures again no that's not true of course but I mean it's no but it's difficult because there are so many angles to it yeah but so whenever he takes photography for or does the photographer for me we I have to be next to him because he can turn a piece upside down and I'm just like no it's not the way it's meant to be (laughs) but but who can tell (laughs) I love that I but but that's but that's the amazing part but that's the thing is that that's why he can do a three-dimensional like a more uh, 360 photo of just like all the views of it exactly that makes it more fun you know exactly exactly (laughs) so I love that it's very very fascinating that women really are the ones that react and that's the thing is that those are the ones who wear the jewelry I I feel that that you know like when the holidays come around you know christmas valentine's day like all the all the different holidays in like in the united states the when when you watch football games because my husband Mm -hmm. loves football and i have to i get torture watching football they have this (laughs) like the the jewelry commercials like you know K jewelers or like you know like the big box uh, jewelry stores and it's like men are told what kind of jewelry to buy and it's exactly. very boring it's very yeah. like it's is I, I looked at it uh, every time that I look at those commercials I start 
complaining about it to my husband <laughs> because it's like this is not jewelry beautiful this is just boring Ugh. and then yeah. and I, I feel like people are just so like educated badly yeah. educated about what jewelry yeah. should be exactly and, and I'm trying to break that yes. idea of what yeah. jewelry should be like, I think jewelry is so personal yes I mean it is it, it, yeah. You know, I always joke around that you can, you should never go shopping with your best friend. No, because your best friend is always gonna tell you not to buy it, and it's is a very like you have to, and then people feel like so afraid of being themselves, so mm-hmm. they they're like, oh, oh, okay, I'm not gonna buy it, but even though I love it. I'm just mm. trying to make somebody else happy. I always go shopping by myself. I always, yeah. I don't like anybody to tell me what to buy. I no. always gonna listen to myself and exactly, you know. And I feel like yeah. that's the that's the way that it should always be. You should listen to yourself because sure, n- nobody else is gonna like. It's your life, and exactly why not yeah. express it? Like, and life is too short to ex- not have fun and express. express yourself you know exactly and that was the thing when I started making jewelry and I remember when I when I came to George Jensen and I had one week to prove that whatever I could and um, that you know I could fit in and whatever and I my teacher there he told me that normally they wouldn't accept an apprentice like me that been working for three years um, Mm. because I have had so many bad habits about how to do things (laughs) (laughs) But we come along very well, so yeah. so I got the, the scholarship and I was there. I I, lo- I love that. But well, I think but... you need you need to do what feels right for you. Otherwise, it's not fun. Yeah. And sometimes when I have clients coming in here and saying to me, "Could you make me a straight ring in a in a square or whatever?" and just like, no, because go next door. <laughs> that will make that will make me in a very bad mood if I should do that. <laughs> and no one wants that. <laughs> But I always recommend them to go somewhere else. I have friends around here that yeah. you know, be able to take care of them. And the other way around, if someone is asking them for doing a snail, they're just like, no, 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 snails are up. That's up the street here. <laughs> I love that. I think, yeah. but in in that and that's a great that you have that little community that you can just like oh, yeah. send the person to the right place. And yes, you know, it's just. I think that's important. You is. always have to be honest with what it is that you're doing a hundred percent a hundred percent and 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 those are the things that people really like I I I was just talking to this Katner and we were talking about how before it used to be like this competition that every juror just like kept to themselves and and now there's like more of a community and more of a you know we'll help each other yeah and not everybody can do everything no but we can all do something right exactly yeah. and it's just like in and you are always going to have if you do beautiful work if you do like if if you are yeah. creative you're going to yes. have an audience mm-hmm. you know and the and the great the the good and there's like so much bad in social media but there's the good yeah. part of social media is that you you find your community and the people that love sure. your work and like sure. they they get inspired by what you do and they buy from you and then they like and I hope one of the things that I hope that with this podcast is like having people 
learn behind the artists and their stories yeah. and then and yeah. then they get more attached to them because I feel like that's very important. Sure. It is you know? so important. Absolutely. The the pieces that you see online yeah. are made by a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I love doing I mean I love to work in the US because you're different from here. Mm -hmm. So stores that I sell to, we do trunk shows. And I love to be a part of a trunk show because I get to meet first of all the staff in the store. Yeah. And to tell the story. But most of all, I love to meet the client that buys my pieces. Exactly. And I mean, I have so nice clientele around. And I love every time that I'm invited and I'm coming to a store and to see them again. And since COVID and whatever, sometimes I get, you know, a text on Instagram from a, a client in the US saying, we're going on a cruise in Europe. We're coming by. And it's amazing to ah, have them here. That's yeah, beautiful. I love that. It yeah, is. and that's the thing. It's like you you create that community within yeah. the community, and these people like really love that love your work are gonna keep coming back and gonna yeah. be like, oh, I have this piece exactly. now. I want this other piece. Exactly. And they they create yes. like a small collection of your work, but it's because they exactly. they, in, they invest in you. They they love your story. Yeah. They want yeah. to really continue creating more stories yeah, exactly. with you. I love that. Yeah. And that's oh. that's the incredible part uh, that I realized after. I mean, the lady I just spoke about before having a skull on her 40 years anniversary yeah. gift, they have been my clients for now almost 21 years. Oh, and their that. daughters and sons are coming here now. Oh, And I know them so well. So, you know, it's whenever <laughs> they come here, we talk more than we talk during. We talk about everything and and... It's just like having an extra family once yeah. in a while. It feels like it with the clients that I've had for so many years now. That's beautiful. It yeah. is. It's so it, lovely. And, and the same with stores. I just had a store from the US and they were coming to Denmark. And oh. we spent a whole day out here in Copenhagen and went for dinner. And it's just lovely to have that part yeah. of the business. Too. I love that. I yeah. can't wait to go to Denmark myself. Nope, neither can I. I mean, <laughs> you have to I, come soon. <laughs> I know. I, you know, it's like I damn the pandemic that I was supposed I to be in Denmark yeah. and like, yeah. and it just completely ruined my <laughs> my plans. But I will. It it will be. It will be soon. I'm hoping. Yes. I'm really hoping. I'm very very excited to go to Denmark because I. Definitely. And you have to stay for a month because there's so much to show you here. I know. <laughs> I know. That's the that's the thing. Is like when I go to when I go to London or and, you know when I have like communities that I mm. love, mm. and I go there, I never want to leave because I just have so much fun. You know. Yeah. So I know that I'm in Denmark. <laughs> it was like uh, Max is already okay. When you come here, we're doing this. This is. I'm like I'm hey, coming with exactly. <laughs> we spoke about that too, Max and I. <laughs> We have to send you a ticket. <laughs> I know I'm dying to yeah. go to Denmark, but yeah. it, it will it will happen for sure. Good. So um th I have some combo story questions that I like to ask everybody. Sure. Uh yep. I know some of we've already talked about some of the answers, but we're still gonna do it. Um mm -hmm. so what's your favorite gemstone? Oh, that's difficult because a pearl is not a gemstone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But besides the pearl, I think it's diamonds. I love diamonds. diamonds. Yeah. Well, and I, especially I, the old antique cut ones. Yes. I love 
when each of them are different from each other, right? I was gonna say yeah. that because you're you, you the way that you pick diamonds, the, mm. the bigger that ones are rose cuts. Yeah. They're yes. have a lot of salt and personality, salt they, and pepper. Exactly, and exactly. I, That's what I go that. for. And the old European cuts, I love it. <sighs> I love the yeah. old European cuts. I yep. have I have a few rings with them, and I somebody told me that they were taking. Uh, the old European cuts and taking them to Japan and cutting them like regular I cuts. Know. And I, I know it's horrible. I yeah. almost cried. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I almost cried no. because it's like, exactly. This, you this can't do that. Diamond. That's the history again. Exactly. It's the yeah. history. You're, and I love that. Uh, I, I love the imperfection. I love that one exactly. cut. It's like yes, bigger than the other. Awkward and a little, yeah. exactly. And not as much sparkle, but it has the history. Yes. I And I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, we already talked about this, but what's your favorite metal? Absolutely, 18 karat yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one, but I wanted to ask. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's your favorite technique or tool? My favorite tool? Hmm. I guess that's my plier and my hammer and my saw because I make everything by hand. Yeah, I love and that. And I have them. I have, I have a plier that I've had for... 25 years and it's my special favorite one and i have another one i have a little twister that belonged to my teacher at george jensen and his his name was nils and there is an n engraved and if it's not on my table i can't work (laughs) i love that i love tools so much and Uh, me too and i love the older tools that have that again the history is like exactly i i love that yeah um Who's your favorite artist? Doesn't need to be jewelry, can be anything. My favorite artist? That's a good question. It's got to be my sister's work. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What, what kind of. An, she does installation art. She does the most. I mean, she works in such a large scale, and I'm in such a petite. <laughs> and, and she does incredible things from playgrounds till. Um, she's very inspired by houses and boats. And you can always see that in her work. And one funny part they did here, she has a friend that worked together. They were asked from a school here in Copenhagen. That's a school where you can go if you have a little bit difficulties with fitting in in the normal world. And they asked them if they could create, because you cannot smoke inside anymore, anywhere. So they should create a room outside um, where they could stand, you know, and not being wet all over when it's raining or cold where people could go and smoke mm-hmm. and they created an eight meter and 50 centimeter high cigar <laughs> made in cover it's oh my god beautiful it's stunning oh my god oh yes uh, you have to send me pictures so what's her name her name is randy and randy. The, the duo is called randy and katrina oh they yeah. do so much funny work. So I'm going to send you pictures. Oh but my the cigar God. is amazing. And it's I so unpolitical, that. correct, right? To do a cigar <laughs> for, for <I> smokers. Love <laughs> that. Yeah. Definitely. I want to see that work. Um, yeah. What's your favorite thing to listen while you work? It depends on, but mostly it's Nick Cave, David Bowie, or Opera. Really? <laughs> <laughs> So it depends, yeah, very much from the mood I'm in. But I'm, when I'm here and working on my own at night, everything is dark. There's just lights and candles. I 
and I have, of course, a Lambo on my table. Yeah. Then it's opera. Oh, I love it. Love it. It's so relaxing to listening to. And yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for future jewelry artists? Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was joking. I mean, it's just so incredible difficult <laughs> to get an apprenticeship here. So when I have these young people coming in, oh, I want to be a goldsmith and say, well, okay, you better think twice. <laughs> you have to no, love it. I, I will say just do it. Yeah. Absolutely, because I mean, it's my passion. It's my whole life. I'm never going to do anything else but this. Yeah. And if it makes you happy, just go and do it. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Thank yeah. you, Ned. You are a delight. You're awesome. I oh, love likewise. you. Likewise. Thank you. Likewise. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah. And I, thank you for inviting me. Of course, yeah. you are yeah. definitely. I love your work. It makes me so happy. And Thanks. I always Wait till love you seeing... see the new ones here in February. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you what I have to say one thing that I plan to do here in 2023. Mm. I'm planning to do if I can do that, but between 10 and 15 pieces that is going to be extraordinary. <gasps> and I'm not oh. going to release them all of them until the end of the year. Oh my but God. I'll keep people posted. So it becomes everything from earrings and rings. And I already started to collect pearls and diamonds for it. And it's oh, going to be amazing. Cannot wait. I am no. so there and so excited yep. about it. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, of course. You can find Linnea on Instagram at linnevive.dk. Thousand Facets is produced and edited by me. Please visit A Thousand Facets on Instagram to see photos of some of the things we spoke about during the interview. Music by Chris Keys. You can find him on Instagram at Chris underscore Keys underscore underscore. Please remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. I'm